Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Core Queen Podcast, where we're going to be talking shit and getting fit physically, mentally, and emotionally. What better way to start the first episode than to have the person I put all my shit on, my friend, my confidant, Mr. Fred Malloy. Welcome to the show. What up, what up, what up, what up? I thought that it would be best that I have you on my show first because I want to show the people that I can be vulnerable, um, <laughs> that I do listen sometimes, um, and that we can talk about shit on the solution side of things. Okay. We're not going to be on here just talking about all the problems we got because we hear that enough, right? Right, right. Okay. So we got a lot of stuff going on in these streets. And um, I want to hear your advice because I always listen to your advice. Let's go. Even when you think I don't. Let's go. All right. So first thing we're going to talk about, since it's hot in these streets today, is your girl Jada Pinkett Smith. What do you think about her saying that her and Will Smith have been separated for the past seven years? Um, It's pretty bad because now <laughs> it's, pretty bad. it's almost like Will is just embarrassing himself out here, just as a man in general. So that means he slapped Chris Rock for no reason. Uh-oh. He embarrassed himself at the red table for no reason. You have people out here just completely disrespecting him, calling him soft for no reason. And then August Alcina honestly got the trim on GP. Oh my. Okay. Am I wrong? You're not wrong if these things are true. You know, I don't really believe anything anybody say for real when it comes to when they're promoting something because they do things for shock value and for people to buy something. So I don't know, Jada is crazy and I just wish she stopped, she just stopped talking. She just talked too much for me. She need to shut up. I mean, it's clear, it's clear <laughs> what they're doing, right? They're playing the whole Kardashian formula right now. That's what that's what she's doing. I'm not gonna say Will's doing that, right? but she's definitely playing that narrative. Shout but out I to Kris Jenner. I think that comes from, <laughs> as far as Jada, I think Jada always kind of resented Will because how big he became as a movie star. Jada wanted to be a big movie star, but she never reached the plateau where he reached. She always was Will's wife. Hmm. And think about it. All everything she was in, she remained Jada Pinkett. Nobody really acknowledged her as Jada Pinkett Smith. And that was on her. I'm sure she made it a point to be like, no, I'm Jada Pinkett, so she can be an individual, so she can think it's gonna propel her. But you know, she found another way of doing it by belittling her husband. Well. Is he a husband? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But um, I, I just hate that Will gets such a bad rap because he really never says anything. He always has to respond because she said something or she did something. Check it. She's ridiculous. Does he need to? He shouldn't have to say anything. And the only time he actually did say something was the whole August Alcina thing, the whole that crap and... I don't know. I just think a lot of the stuff is staged, but that's just me. I think a lot of stuff Hollywood is just Hollywood. And but think about I it. I just want Jada to stop talking. What did he really say about August Alcina? Will really didn't say too much about it. No, I didn't mean that. Um, oh, literally, I meant when he was at the table, red table, talking about okay. their situation. Like okay. that's the time he actually had a conversation. True. Other than that, Will don't really talk. No, he doesn't. She be. Oh God, she's a lot. She's a lot. But uh, if they are separated, good for Will. Great job, Will. Good for you. Um, Why do you think he hadn't divorced her yet? It's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, he got enough to where he can let her go. Maybe he just want to take care of his wife, and it, just legally on paper and business, he just man the kid's grown. I mean, he probably still want to. Some people just care about people that way, though. It don't. That's not going to bother him. Maybe that's still his friend, no matter what. But from a, a marriage and relationship standpoint, he like, nah, I'm good. 
No. I disagree, but okay. But, I mean, he might be gay. Who knows? He might have a lover. I'm joking. Anyway, we're going to go to our next topic. Is that a rumor? <laughs> Allegedly. I don't want y'all to Tasha K me. <laughs> Shit. No, oh, no. shoot. You got a point. Allegedly. Yeah, you're right. Joke. Right, right, right. <laughs> These are jokes. Good point. These are jokes. So, Fred, we're going to get into our topics. Um, I got some questions for you because you know you've been married before. You've been in relationships before. You've been in these streets before. So I want to know for you, what is the single most difficult thing to overcome in a relationship? Communication. Oh. It's just that simple. No one wants to talk. At least talk about the deep stuff. They want to keep it surface level. No one wants to get deep into the, to the weeds. Do you think that's because we keep fucking our way into relationships? Mm -mm. I just feel like, no, I just feel like that's just personality. And if if you don't communicate, that's the easy way to just been avoided. That's like sweeping everything up under the rug. But I think a lot of times, especially black people, like, I don't, I don't remember no times where I was like, hey, do you want to be my girlfriend? You want to be my boyfriend? Okay, we go together. No, we just be fucking and we end up in a relationship some kind of way. You've been in middle school? In elementary? I wasn't fucking in middle school. That's my point. You are just ridiculous. But that's my point, my though. <laughs> my point. <laughs> that's my point. You had relationships that early in life. So, but that's yeah. I'm talking about real grown adult relationships where you actually courted somebody, like with like intentionally dated them. I court. Don't start acting like somebody. Else. Don't do that. Do not do that. <laughs> Don't do that. I, you know good and well. Most of the time, you done slipped up and, and been in a relationship, and then you trying to figure out why we don't communicate because you don't know each other. If you stop fucking, you won't even y'all won't even be talking to each other. See, can I recall that in my life? <laughs> you just told me about a time, but I ain't gonna say it out loud on in these streets. I don't want you to be incriminated because you was just doing shit. Like I said earlier, jokes. <laughs> 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 but nah, I think I mean to me personally, I think it's communication, right? Uh, communication can either make a relationship strong or weak at the same time, mm. right? Once you have a deep conversation with someone, you can talk about anything. It's like. It's like the wall just automatically comes down. So I, okay, I so agree. and I mean to it to the point to where, you know, you don't feel like you have anything to prove. It's just like if whatever it is, you just talk about it and keep it moving. You that's when you become a grown up. I say, and I think that also comes with trust. Because if I don't True. trust you, I'm not going to talk to you about anything. I'm not sharing anything with you. You don't share it though. <laughs> so so. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Think about that. Oh my god! Yeah, you didn't think about you, you it. You really aggravate my spirit. I'm glad. Okay. Anyway, we ain't talking about that kind of sharing. That should be the most important. But we ain't talking about that right now, though. We ain't talking about that. We're gonna move on to the next topic right. because you being petty and I don't have time for it. Am today. I? Yes, you are. Okay. Okay. So everybody knows that. Um, the infamous Kevin Samuels coined this worldwide phrase, the high value man, right? Mm -hmm. So I would like to know, in your opinion, what do you consider a high value woman? Good question. Because hmm. I know Kevin Samuels had a whole list of what a high value man had to be to qualify, right. but for some reason, right. These niggas online didn't change it all up and try to put themselves in the half um, of the main high value. I would say a high value woman is a 
accountability, mm. um, support, um, just just someone that definitely has your back. I w- I don't even I feel like the high value man thing was overrated in terms of mm. the financial that they put on top of it, right? Um, yes. But that that's what it is for me. I think if if somebody come into your life and truly have your back, truly support you, knowing that you know that no matter what, mm-hmm. if if there's a fight about to happen outside, she's strapping up with you. Let's go, go fight. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? That's high value. Okay. So with, with those qualities and those characteristics, why does it seem like there is such a disconnect with men and women where women literally if you like if you ask them what their assets are what they bring to the table or whatever it's like it's all like monetary or education or something like that like they always they say the things that men have that are valuable people always in competition so but why don't they why don't they see be like account of like actual characteristics of themselves as valuable because this is what I think. Um, I look at it in terms of, I feel like for women, overall, most women don't find dudes that attractive. <laughs> I did you didn't no, elaborate on no, that. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going to elaborate. Think about it. Like, <laughs> hey. I, I mean, I've seen it before. They don't. Y'all like, a woman is way more attractive than a man. Well, we're supposed to right? be. So, but y'all look at us as what we bring to the table. Like, <clears throat> like a dude, for example, What's more important to you? If if a guy comes into your life, say your grass needs cutting, right? Mm-hmm. What impresses you more? If if say if I come into your life, I cut your grass physically, mm-hmm. or every time your grass be cut, I'm like, I'm gonna make this phone call. Have Blase Blase come through, cut your grass. What's more impressive? Well, to me, I don't know if I care about either one of them. I mean, as long as I don't... ain't gotta do it. I forgot who you. Were. I mean, if I don't have to do it, I don't care, and I don't got, and I don't have to set it up. But I'm just saying, but I'm saying like, <laughs> it, but, or even, okay, let's look at it from this standpoint. Say I come to your house, right? I come to your house, I hear your fire alarm. I just go get the chair, change the battery out, mm-hmm. change it and keep it moving, mm-hmm. right? Y'all, I think y'all look at us more of a, more of from a service standpoint, where we look at y'all more from a physical standpoint. I, I agree with that. But what I'm asking is, why don't women understand what men value about them like women always list physical things or mm. money as what they bring to the table it's about y'all instead of the man needs you to be supportive they need you to hold yourself accountable they need you to be you think, know their cheerleader think about what you just said they never you said that a word what? accountable yeah, but any in even supportive, like they don't if you ask a woman what she brings to the table, yeah. she will never say anything about a characteristic that will pour into a man. It'll always be, I got a degree, I got money, I got my own car, I got this, I cook, I clean. Those will be the things that they'll say. But think about it. That's how y'all stunt with each other though. I don't know them hoes. See, look at you. I told you you separate you separate yourself though. I don't fuck with them hoes. But I'm saying though. Right, Wait, I call you. I'm not about but, to talk to them bitches. But what I'm saying though, like, <laughs> for, y'all see a woman, what you gonna do? Oh, look at them busted shoes she got on. Not, if you got your heel, you got your foot up like that. You trying to make sure it's red on the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Them like it, most, but I'm just saying most <laughs> most of the time, from a woman's standpoint, it's tangible stuff. 
right? With us, like we're we're visual. We're mostly physical when it comes to a woman. Y'all not. Like, like I said, it everything's a service when it comes to a man. It's what we can bring to the table, it's what we offer. Y'all never gonna look at us from an emotional standpoint. You can't be ugly though. There you go. Sorry. There you go. Listen, we talk about this though, because you you're saying we had the conversation the other day. Men say women, a lot of men say that women need to be a certain weight, all that crap. Then women say men got to be a certain height. Right. So. But but <laughs> we will accept that weight before y'all accept the height based on based on the criteria of the well, world. Well, because y'all will put your penis anywhere. So that's not up for debate there. But, I don't know. I don't know those people. Boy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Listen. I don't know. I'm just saying, I ain't dealing with no fat dude, and I'm not dealing with no ugly dude. So that ain't my ministry. <laughs> you broke God in. He made me. He did, didn't he? I'm not doing it. If you fat, do, don't come. No. No. If your stomach touch me, it's over. Internet. Disgusting. Blow her up. Look, no big backs. She lying. You shitting me? Hit up. She'll Check respond. my resume. Trust me. You won't you won't get no response. All y'all do is say, hey, beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> Good morning, queen. Yeah, all right. Lies you <laughs> Anyway. So, ladies, I need y'all to hear what this man said. <laughs> Nobody cares about your degrees and your nah, money. We don't. Men need support. No, nah, we they don't. They need you to actually admit when you're wrong, take accountability. You know what? Proof. Proof. Tiger. Remember when Tiger got caught? Mm-hmm. Remember when one of those girls worked at, worked at the Waffle House? Think about it. He doesn't care. He's a billionaire. Mm-hmm. How do they cheat at the Waffle House? Right. How are you going to cheat with a chick from Waffle House? I just told you, men to put their well, everywhere. Come on, man. So, it, nah. He, They'll come in the sock. Nah, he may help you especially. I think he was paying for a phone. <laughs> he wasn't paying for shit. Jeez. I think he was paying for a phone. It, he's, she was, no, I don't know. A lot, of them, a lot of them girls was like, he wouldn't spend no money. Don't believe that. I don't know. Ladies, listen. Please. Stop putting your accolades in front of you because you're going to be single forever. Just saying. Just trying to help y'all out. So I got a question for you, Fred. Okay. What is your definition of providing safety and security for a woman in a relationship? All right. Safety and security for me is um, mental, physical, and financial. Um, And what I mean in terms of as far as, you know, from a safety standpoint, meaning that if you're not with me, say in my presence, mm-hmm. you don't have to sit back and worry. You know that we're good. Everything mm-hmm. is okay. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't like you don't dwell on anything because you know we're good. We're cool. You can pick up the phone if you need to. If you feel any shaky, you call me. I'm gonna answer. It doesn't matter. Right? Mm-hmm. Financial, just you know, not saying that I'm you know, not saying that. I'm not saying we well, throw money at you or pay all your bills, but knowing just I got you. Right. You know what I mean? Um, physically, you know, if push comes to shoves, I I stand up for you. Right. You know, I'm not necessarily saying it always got to be, you know, like um, a fight or anything, mm-hmm. but just knowing that if you need me, that I'm, if you're standing in front of somebody, having words, I'm behind you, staring at them. Like, you know, you're not alone any point in time. That's how I look at it. Okay. Okay. Because I, you you said something about, you mentioned that 
if you are feeling shaky and so you can just pick up the phone call. Mm. It's funny you said that because I know the world was in an uproar when um, Yo Gotti was at an interview and his phone rang and it was Angela Simmons and he answered the phone for him. Right. And Absolutely. <laughs> everybody was like, y'all women stand there so low. All the man did was answer his phone. <laughs> like, yeah, y'all can't yeah, even get nobody yeah, to answer the phone for y'all. Yeah. It's so true. No, no, it's a true it's statement. So it's a true statement. <laughs> and th just those little things that yeah. I don't think a lot of these men out here that's just playing though, they don't realize like how secure that will make a woman. I mean, you gotta look at it, you gotta look at it in terms like this, right? Say say early on or whatever. You may call more often, but eventually right. it's gonna slow down mm -hmm. because you you know, like, okay. He's handling business. He's doing whatever he's right. doing. But I know there's nobody that's interrupting what we got going on. Right. And you and and when you like you've already set the stage, you already set the foundation. Like mm -hmm. I already told her where I'm going. Like we good. She right. know I'm working. She know, you know, I'm doing this, this, that, and the third. Yep. So that's that safety and security to where she don't have to worry about exactly. whatever might be coming up exactly. in her brain or something. I mean, because like I've that. I've heard this question many times. And for some reason, people always take it too physical. Right. I think it's just about yep. I'm the toughest man. I'm gonna fight. With it. It's not though. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most of it's psychological. And once yeah. you learn learn to conquer that psychological warfare, you yeah. you get pretty solid at that point. Yeah. Because you you know firsthand about my stalker issue that I had, yeah. and um I tried to handle it myself, mm -hmm. and then I asked somebody to intervene, and I didn't think that they intervened like they should have. Mm -hmm. Eventually they did, but it was like I had to almost force their hand right. to do it. And women need to know, like, I don't want to feel like I'm by myself when it comes to that, because I literally have somebody who will not leave me alone. I've had a situation like that um, where the person I was dealing with, she had words with a guy or whatever. They had strange some words. She told me about it. Mm -hmm. I said, okay. I didn't say anything. I just nicely took myself. Mm -hmm. I knew where he was at and confronted him myself. I never told her what I was doing. Yep. And just confronted him myself. Right? And left it at that. No more issues. I don't need to make a big scene. You don't even know what I'm need to know what I'm doing. Cause I feel like if I tell you what I'm about to do, you're gonna try to stop me. Right. So I just took care of it and just kept it moving. It's that simple. That, that was all I was asking. That's it's that, that simple. That's all I was asking. I'm like, because this you, I mean, I told you, I'm like, Fred, I don't yeah. know how he's getting through. He got other people calling me. I, it was weird. It was weird. It was very it was weird. weird. And yeah. I didn't know what to do. I'm just like, yeah, this is getting crazy. Yeah, so, it was weird. Yeah, okay. So we good. I, I'm I'm glad that you addressed the safety and security part from an emotional standpoint mm -hmm. outside of that whole physical thing. So kudos. Look at see this. Telling y'all, there's some good guys out there, y'all. There's some good guys. It ain't pee all in the dating pool. <laughs> if y'all quit peeing in it, it won't be in it. It won't be none in there. All right, this is going to be probably our final topic. This is the title of the show because I think this is very important to talk about. How does childhood trauma show up in relationships? Trauma in what form, though? It could be um, uh, what's the most prominent one would be not having a dad, especially for a little girl, not growing up without a dad. So not knowing how to navigate in a relationship with a man, um, maybe some type of uh, molestation or something like that that may you know have happened. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a different route. I'm gonna tell you something different. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna speak from a 
perspective of basically this is what I was taught, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so somebody had a high, a huge influence from a relationship standpoint with my mom, right? But she always said to me, you just always do the right thing. You always be the good person, right? Mm-hmm. And in attempt, in when I was try to have real relationships, mm-hmm. I would do that. But on the flip side, I feel like I'm being punched in the face. Like when you deal with somebody that that's not really good for you mm-hmm. and they're not giving you what you need, mm-hmm. but you had a conversation with her, her response is, you just do the right thing. That's all she would say. You just do the right thing. You just be the bigger person. It gets to a point where it's like, okay, how often, how long do I be the bigger person? Right. But Teaching, teaching people stuff like that teach you how to not also stand up for yourself. Right. Because right? you're not really resolving anything. Right. Right. So I'm speaking for myself. That's trauma to me personally because it was, I didn't like it, but I'm trying to respect my mom. Mm. Right. I'm trying to, it, so it has a lot to do with respect because in the back of my mind, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Get out of my face. But it's like, okay, let me work through it. Let me see if I can make this better. But I'm. it just leads to me always trying, always trying. When you should have just left. Yep. Mm. Yep. Yep. Okay. I mean, that's just a different perspective. I'm speaking like from actual personal experience. Right. Like yeah. this is a conversation that I actually had with my mom and straightened her out. Like, look, that was terrible advice you gave me. <laughs> right? And you know, that's hard to say to a woman. No, it is. You she didn't, didn't tell the like woman it. she wrong. No, she didn't like mm. it. But... But I'm not gonna give too much backstory. But after I broke it down to her, mm-hmm. it made sense, right? B- because it it emulated kind of what she did. Mm. You see what I'm saying? So it was more or less it's more or less her passing on her trauma. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I I I think yeah. That's that's one thing because they they say you're you're learning. Behaviors yep. you're passing them down, those generational things, and yep. a lot of times we always talk about, well, did you see this thing demonstrated? Mm-hmm. And they're always talking about the good things mm-hmm. being demonstrated. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I saw this shit, and that's why I'm over here struggling in this relationship. Exactly, <laughs> I'm emulating what yeah. I saw. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I know a lot of black women, particularly because there are so many single black women, mm-hmm. they're literally emulating what they've seen. Their aunts, yep. their grandmoms, their moms. Like yep. most of these black families are. A whole bunch of single women. Mm-hmm. It may be one person that's married, and then everybody else is single. Yep. And like, okay, so y'all don't see the the pattern here. Yep. Y'all don't see what's happening. It's the same cycle over and over and over, yep. and that trauma is carried on into these romantic I mean, relationships. It leads to why I teach my like I teach my kids right, like my oldest. You know, me and her mama went through what we went through, or whatever, but her. For example, her junior prom, she told me not to, not to come, not to come around for pictures and all that stuff that day because she said she didn't want me and her mom at it. I don't know why I wasn't gonna be at it in the first place. <laughs> but on the flip side, but but she also said she was going to the prom with one of her homegirls. Mm. Lo and behold, I found out that she went with a dude. Right. Uh-oh. My response to her was, <laughs> don't ever in your life 
allow a man to think you don't have a male person in your life. Right. I was like, your aunt was there, your mom was there, I think her grandma was there, and then her little sister was there. It looks like a house of women, right? Mm -hmm. I was like, you're giving a you're giving an image that you don't have a male figure in your life, right? Which means this man gonna feel like he can do what he want to do, not realizing you got somebody in the back with a that's ready to (laughs) pimp slap somebody, right? So it's so you know just little stuff like that can cause it. It seems small, it can grow bigger Mm -hmm. depending on who you with. Right, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because you, I mean, you see it all the time. Girls who grew up in houses without dads and stuff, they usually end up making some man the male figure of their life. Right, that guy's not for them. That guy's beating him, he cheating on him, he doing whatever he's doing. But they, they, they just they gotta be with him. Mm-hmm. Right. So I mean, even we hear it all the, now. We hear it all the time. Like even especially um, molestation. Yeah. They, you know, they get very promiscuous growing up. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And so is that trauma, that trauma is real. That trauma is real. Yeah. I, I mean, agree. it, I mean, you see people all the time. Some people can't even, can't even be, be in full blown relationships or get married or anything because of the trauma that happened way back when. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out why, why they can't communicate effectively because yep. they don't know how. Nobody ever knows. No, zero. Yeah, that's why I go back to the, they keep fucking themselves into situation. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they do. They do. I want to touch on one. I do have one more because we did touch on this the other day mm-hmm. and I wanted to bring this up again. Okay. Because I know Ebony K. Williams talked about this, um, about old women getting older and their sexual marketplace value decreasing. <laughs> <laughs> While men's sexual marketplace value increases, they get more desirable. And I went back and I looked at the comments because I just wanted to see what the young girls mm-hmm. had to say about it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the young girls was like, we don't want no old men. Like, if we do, we just want their money, but we don't want to be with them like that. So I feel like Kevin Samuels, again, put this stuff out there in the atmosphere to make older men feel like they're so valuable mm-hmm. and that older women are so invaluable as if the nursing homes are full of only women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and men are the only ones that get old and have a companion. Which is crazy to me, right? So, think about what, you, what did you what did you initially say? Older, right? Mm-hmm. When you're older, what's the difference between a 21 year old bank account <laughs> and a 50 year old bank account? It's a lot. It's a huge difference, right? Mm-hmm. That's the key to it, right there. Yeah, the marketplace is not increasing. They can just spend more money. No, That's all it is. And they paying for you know it. the cat. You know the cat daddies. <laughs> Y'all seen the cat daddies? They buying it. Who randomly just decided to go to the bar and buy a drink, but they just can't keep their keys in their pocket. They got to put it on the counter. Is that a coincidence? Got to show that Benz. They got to show that they with, with they is that drive. Is that coincidence <laughs> where I got to go to the bar? I got to pay. I got to pay three hundred dollars for this this fifty dollar Patron. Yeah. Stunting. Yeah. That's the whole thing about. It. I mean. Like we talked about, you remember I was telling you about um, even the whole, you know, going just getting deeper into in terms of just the data marketplace in general. Like everybody's talking about DR and stuff. Most of that's prostitution. <laughs> Come on, does that make you more valuable? Are you valuable because you can buy something? No. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like these young girls don't want these old men unless they're trying to get something out of them. That's then they're gonna man. throw them to the side and get another one. That's it. 
Like seriously, what? Tell me, please tell me from a woman's perspective. As a 25 year old. No. What can a 50 year old I never do. do with you? I I would first of all, you're not giving me worms. No. I never looked at when I was in my 20s, a 50 year old, that's disgusting to me. I never looked at no old dude like <laughs> never. That was never. That wasn't desirable to me. Now you mm-hmm. had the chicks like that I grew up with. Mm-hmm. That was their thing. They trying to get to the bag, so they they gonna do whatever they gotta do. Then I'm in a bind, Nate. I'm in a bind. They gonna go Nate. get. I'm in a bind, <laughs> Nate. Nate. They gonna go get the bag. I, no, hey. it's gonna be the same. What happened with Kevin saying was the girl didn't know what to do. The man then died. I mean, she some, don't even know the signs of a damn stroke. I mean, it's a money chase, though. <laughs> I mean, that's reality. It's a money chase. Yes. I mean, because think about it. They say, all right, they say they become more desirable, right? Shit. How many, how many 50 year olds you seen marry those girls? They marry, but they leave them. They do get married, but they leave them. The 20 the year olds leave them. That's what I'm saying. And then they take their money. But usually they end up having a baby, then leave them. That too. If they leave. Whatever they do, they whatever secure but they the never, bag. But my point is, they never stay. No, whatever secure that bag, whether it's a ring or a baby. They gonna get their bag and they gone. They leave. I was about to say some wild shit. You should say it. I would. Come on, we on we on the show. What you do? What you talking about? What you think about? So my cousin. <laughs> so my cousin kind of pulled a stunt like that. Oh lord, right. that's why I thought about that's, the main. Oh that's, shit, that's, that's, like, like, <laughs> that's why I said I shouldn't do it. That's why I said I shouldn't do it. Um, oh, he don't know me. He, he well, put it like this though. So what I'm getting at is. This. She met him. To be honest, he was a, he was a dope boy, right? Mm-hmm. Allegedly. Nah, this shit. I, I don't want the fans watching my show. Allegedly. Nah, he, he went to jail. <laughs> nah, he went to jail for it. So everything clear. I don't want them to know. But no people that was, that but, was selling drugs. But the, the point I'm making is this. The point I'm making is I get straight to it. The point I'm making is this. Now at this point in his life, they broke up. But I said, why did y'all break up? He don't want to do nothing. All he want to do is lay around and sleep. I'm like, that man's tired. He's older. He's older than you. And he ran the streets for how long as a dope man? Now the man old. Right? You know what I'm saying? But I'm just, I'm just keeping it real, though. Right? I, I mean, let's be real. You see, because no. Because the minute you got to pop a pill, it's over. Get out. No. How will you know? Oh, I don't know. No, you won't. Shit me. No, I dated won't. somebody and that, and that shit was over. He won't smooth. You can't, you can't never go a second round? He won't smooth. Never. I said you should go get that checked. Like, you don't get your him, testosterone you him, you slipping. That's why he ain't had no pills. He needed some. Oh, I thought you said he took them. No, he needed to. Oh, sir, no, sir. As soon as you need you need some assistance. It's over with. You need to slow down. No, you need to go figure out why your t- testosterone low. You need to get him a breather. No, I don't. For what? Yeah. Shit, me. You on borrowed time? We gotta get it in. That's selfish. It is. It's supposed to be selfish. <laughs> Anyway, Fred, don't start your shit. <laughs> Listen, we are the part of the podcast where I let my guests let the people know what they got going on. If they want to promote anything, their social media, anything that they got that they want to show off, or if they want to get some followers. <laughs> <laughs> what you got going on, Fred? Well, check it. So I got a closing line coming out, Marks 11. Uh, Marks11.com, go check it out. Uh, it's Marks11 Instagram, Marks11. Facebook, um, it'll be hitting the streets pretty soon. Um, got another 
uh, thing I'm starting called Bro Let's Golf. Just trying to expand golf to show that it's amongst it's it basically it's the world, not just one demographic. So just check me out if you can if you can find me on you can find me online. You'll notice me when you see me. <laughs> if you I don't have to follow. She had. I'm trying to get there. Don't do that. Well, y'all know I'm your girl, the core queen. I always got something going on. Who knows? Always filming something. Y'all just Google me, the core queen. You'll find me on all platforms, all social media, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, threads, uh, freaking Snapchat, Keep on. TikTok. Keep on. I'm all over the place. Keep I'm in films. these streets. Damn. I'm in these streets. Yeah, if you want to buy some products, thecorequeen.com slash shop. You know what? You got me thinking about something. You buy like you buy like you remember when Suge Knight was on the BT Awards. You want to dance them all in your videos? See, this why I don't have no friends. That's DD. We appreciate y'all for watching the show. I got to shout out my media group, Iron World Media Group, and also um, Black with No Chaser Internet Radio. If you don't have the app, download it. You will hear this audio replayed again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So download the app, BWNC Internet Radio app. Catch me on YouTube. Like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Y'all got to check your girl out. And if you're trying to unbig your back, bitches, holler at me. I'm a fitness coach, and I'll help you out. We out.